Society, welcome back to the Sassy and Save podcast, where kingdom meets culture, tackling real topics and real issues from the kingdom perspective. If this is your first time, welcome to the society. You can keep up with us on Instagram at sas.network. And before you head out, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. So y'all ready? Let's talk about it. So this conversation was birthed off out of a tweet that I saw and the tweet said social media and following Christians on social media has hurt more than helped my relationship with God until I learned that people, myself included, are are unavoidably flawed and you have to keep looking at Jesus, not human. Otherwise, you will always be hurt and confused. And as soon as I saw it, I knew I had to have a conversation about this because I deleted my Instagram in December. I actually temporarily disabled it, but I had to reactivate it because people was in their feelings <laughs> coming to me saying like, oh, you blocked me, you blocked me, da 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 and no, I didn't. I disabled my Instagram, but um, I had to reactivate it just so people will know it's there and I'm still following them. I don't really post much, but it's there. Um, anywho, I de- deactivated my Instagram because... That very month is when I was so fed up with Christian influencer culture. And I decided I no longer want to be an influencer. This decision came about because the way I saw people respond to not only my posts, but to me was becoming a little bit scary for me. Um, I have never sought out to want to be an influencer. I'm quiet person. I mind my business. I stay in my house, reading books, watching movies. So I've never been a person that has been like searching for spotlight. It kind of just popped up on me because I want to do the will of my father. But, um, I would see people come to me for life changing decisions and want to know what I would do or what I advise them to do. Like, you know, in life, there are some decisions that are minor, but there's some decisions that are major. Like, they will change the course of your life. <laughs> like, and people were coming to me asking me what they should do. And it's like, these are not questions for your girl. These are questions for the Lord. Um, I also saw it manifest in people like wanting step-by-step blueprints of how I do things just so that they could follow in my footsteps. And, and, and at first I thought, okay, maybe they're just admiring and they want to grow in the Lord. But I I saw it kind of become almost like, almost like idolizing. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was my purpose. I don't know if it was what I'm doing. I don't know, but almost borderline idolizing how, what. How I do things, what God is using me to do, and how I live my life to the point where they were trying to build a life workshop, which, no, (laughs) no. And it's not even a thing of, oh, you're copying me because I've passed that stage. I've grown past that. Okay. It's more of like, what is the pace that God has set for you? And the more I thought about it, the more I, I, I looked at other Christian influencers, the more I grieved the current state of the body of Christ, the more I said, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of the people that are pulling people away from Jesus 
when they're supposed to be pointing to. And you know, that's how the devil moves in the world and culture. He never does something that is super obvious, like, oh, hey, I'm sinning. I'm actually working against the kingdom agenda. It always looks like you're doing the will of God. Because if it was obvious, you wouldn't do it. His, his, his whole goal is to deceive you. Deception. Deception always looks like truth. And so it will look like, okay, I'm a Christian influencer. I'm not out here being a culture influencer. I'm doing things for the kingdom. So this is good. But you're actually pulling people further from Christ and closer to you. This whole influencer culture for Christians is really a slippery slope simply because influencer culture gratifies self and Christianity is all about gratifying, is all about um, elevating Christ and minimizing self. So the two of them already cannot go, like it does not go. But somehow we have allowed culture to make it seem as if we can put the two together. And so we say, and we call ourselves Christian influencers. We influence people for the glory of Christ. But like, we actually don't though. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry to say, we actually don't though. Like we post books about what we read and we post our codes and we share, you know, our uh, Bible scriptures and the stuff that that we're studying. And of course, those are good things. They encourage people. But But the definition of influencer or what an influencer is, is someone that controls the decisions, the thoughts, the actions, the character and behavior of a group of people. Another definition says a person who has authority over a group of people. Excuse me? Authority over a group of people? I, another human holding authority over a group of people and controlling their thoughts, behaviors, actions, opinions, decisions. That sounds a little cultish to me. I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a whole cult. Like I would be scared if someone was trying to control my actions, my thoughts, my behavior. Like that's scary. But that is what we do unconsciously. And we think we're doing it to the glory of God. But low key, low key, low key, we're not. We're actually not. We are actually building a community for ourselves with God thrown in. I don't, when I look, when I read my Bible, I don't see anybody who, I mean, I try to bring things to modern day. So I look at, if I look at the Bible, the people that would be the influencers of 2021 would be Paul, would be Peter. Yeah, let's stick with them. It would be Peter and Paul. New Testament would be Peter and Paul. Obviously, Paul would be one of the biggest influencers of our time because Paul was not a pastor. So if anything, in 2021, Paul would be a modern day influencer. Now, if you look at the character and behavior of Paul and the way he lived his life, he would not match up with the influencers we see in 2021, not even the Christian influencers we see in 2021. So obviously... Somewhere there has been a detachment or an error because if we're both doing the same thing and if we're saying that Paul would be a modern day influencer, how come 
the influencers, the Christian influencers, mind you, of 2021 don't look anything like Paul. Don't act anything like Paul. Don't carry his heart, which we are able to, to discern through scriptures, that his heart was one of humility and he wanted no self-gratification. All he wanted was to point people to the Lord. But Christian influencers of 2021 do not, absolutely do not want to do that. And even when we say we do want to do that, mm, mm. And so we need to take a step back and really understand what it is we're seeking. Because a lot of times, and I've said this so many times, I did a whole YouTube video about it. A lot of times we use Christ as a banner, as a shield, but we're chasing everything except him. And I do think that purpose culture has really taken a tool on the body of Christ. It has really done a lot of damage. I already posted about that on my Instagram. You can go and read it. So I'm not going to talk about it here, but I really think that purpose culture has a lot to play in terms of that. Now in relation to influencers, I'm not here to bash influencers. I'm not here to make fun of influencers. I'm not here to shade influencers. It's a whole profession now and it could do very, very well. And as a Christian influencer it's very, very good to be able to encourage. I have even been blessed by Christian influencers, But I think we as the influencers, quote unquote, have a higher responsibility that we're not taking into consideration. And that is to be impactful. Influence is more, when I think about influence, I think about it more of a secular phenomenon. But the Bible does call us to be impactful. The Bible does tell us to live our lives in a way that will impact unbelievers and those around us that they may see from our hearts, from our love, from the way that we speak, the way that we live our lives, that indeed we are set apart. And I think that is where our responsibility as quote unquote influencers come in to push the kingdom culture, the kingdom agenda, and stray away from the standard influencer culture. The Bible will tell us in so many scriptures, one of my favorite being 1 Peter 3.16, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revel your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Good behavior there speaks to the way in which we live our lives. Not simply what we say, not simply what we post, because we know nobody's posting the bad parts of their lives on social media anyways. Not simply what we appear to be or what we portray ourselves as, but simply who we truly are by our good behavior. The way we live our lives is what's going to impact others even when we're spoken against or slandered. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verses 12 will tell us, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Again, is speaking to the character of who we are. It doesn't speak to what we say, what we post, or how we portray ourselves to be in the world, but it speaks to our character. The way we talk in everyday life when there's no mic. Are you a person that is gossiping when you come off the pulpit? The way you conduct yourself. Are you a real life mean girl, but an online woman empowerment? In love, how do you love people? In faith, in purity. 
And my personal favorite, Matthew 5, 16, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Your light shines through your good works. Again, character. So as believers, the most impact that we have comes from the character that we portray. But character is not something that is necessarily shown through online influence. Character is discerned and shown in your community, in your life, in the places that God has, in the places that God has placed you in. And what I've found for myself, even with other influencers, is a lot of us take on this influencer, Christian influencer title and do all the influence online, but within our own lives and our own communities, there is no influence, there is no impact. Being influential is all about having a big name. It's all about having a good name, having a big name, having followers. It focuses more on quantity than quality. Being impactful is the recognition that you don't actually know your circle of impact. You That people are watching you, how you live your life, and they're being impacted by their encounters with you on their notions of Jesus Christ and his kingdom. Influence without impact is useless. You can have a large following, you can have all the likes, you can have all the attention, but but having influence with no impact doesn't help anybody and certainly does not help the kingdom of God. An impactful person understands you can be mentoring someone that you've never met. You have no idea your circle. And so you stand as a kingdom ambassador in every, in every space that you are in and you remain the difference. A person that seeks to be impactful does not care about the numbers, does not care about the likes, does not care about the glitz, the glamour, the fame. All they want is to push the agenda of Jesus. These are the people that you see do the work of the Lord consistently for years and years and years. Think about all the pastors that are in the world. We only know a fraction of them. We only know the famous ones, but there are millions of pastors in the world, some in remote countries, some right here in North America that have small churches that are 50 people that are being impactful in each and every one of those 50 people's lives and we may never hear of them but they are pushing the kingdom work and they're not seeking to be known they're not seeking to be gratified they're not seeking to be glorified because all they want is to push the kingdom agenda and they at times are even more impactful in the lives of believers in the lives of the people that are entrusted to them a lot more impactful than the ones we see on stage for one hour on YouTube because of those personal connections, those the personal time they put into pouring in them, the times they put into praying for them that the mainstream pastors don't do. But because we have a culture that, that looks at influence as impact, we focus on the quantity and not the quality of our influence. And this is one of the things that is plaguing the body of Christ. It's hurting people, it's leading people astray, and it's actually pulling people further from Christ than to him. Last year, 2020, we saw many in the body of Christ being exposed and we were shaken because we're like, what is going on in the body of Christ? What is happening with all these influential people, all these people of prominence that are being exposed for this, that, and the third. But think about what exposure is. When I first heard about some of these stories, some of my favorites and what was happening, I was so hurt. I was so confused. I was like, what is going on? Like, but 
I had to stop and think. Think about what exposure is. Exposure is something that is done in the dark being brought to light. So all of these exposés that are happening, it's not slander or it's not lies or it's not made up stories or fabricated stories about a person. It's exposure. And that's the thing that hit me the most. It's different if someone lies, slanders, makes up a story about an individual and different if a behavior is brought to light. Because a behavior being brought to light shows that this is actually the person we, the rest of us are now just seeing. And so what you believe to be an individual or what you believe to be a person is not truly who they are, but truly who they are is what's now coming to light. It can be very frustrating. It could be, it could be very hurtful. It could be very detrimental to, to anybody that follows an influencer to find out that the reality of who they are is not what was portrayed. Now, this is not to say that anybody is perfect and anybody should be perfect. That's impossible. We can't be perfect. But it's understanding that if God has put you in a place of influence, you are to also be impactful. And therefore, you must be intentional about how you steward your influence. We always say to whom much is given, much is required. And that's true. And it could be very hard. And as a quote unquote Christian influencer, I can say sometimes it is a lot of pressure to feel like, oh, I have to be like this. I have to do this. I have to do that because people are watching. But baby, this is the blessing of being authentic, transparent, and genuine. If you are the same consistently all the time, you don't have to be who anybody wants you to be. What you see is what you get. People have tried to come to me time and time again and talk about how, oh, you overshare, you're too transparent and da, 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 da. And like, thank you for your opinion, but I actually don't care because the benefit of being a transparent person, whether you're an influencer or not, just being a transparent, authentic Christian, the benefit to that is the fact that you never have to act a day in your life. You never have to pretend. You get to live freely being you. You get to make your mistakes. You get to grow and learn and you can come forth and say, even as an influencer, hey, I messed up when I said this or I hadn't reached the level of knowledge I had now when I did this, but at this particular time, this is who I am. So many times people have told me, don't listen to secular music on your thing. Don't post secular music on your platform. People shouldn't know that you do that you're an influencer, da, 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 da. And it's like, I'm going to post secular music on my platform because I listen to secular music off of my platform. And there will not be a time where I pretend to not listen to secular music. And then somebody comes and sees me listening to secular music and is now confused that no, I don't act. I never have to act because who I am online is who I am offline. So many influencers are holding their breath, walking on eggshells, living a life of image gang, which we talked about in the last season because they've portrayed themselves as something as they're not. And then they can't keep up with that because it's hard to pretend. It's hard to act. It's hard to pretend to be something that you're not consistently. And if you constantly portray who you aren't, it's going to be hard to keep up with that. And you will fail and falter trying to achieve a standard that you set for yourself. And then it looks to everybody else as if 
are you not a Christian? But you said you did this and this is what you portray. I've I've come to learn and I've come to realize the, the reason why Christian influencers, Christians or believers in general don't get the same grace as everyone else when our humanity shows up is because we portray a life that is above humanity. We act, we pretend, and we portray ourselves as if we are above the scope of everybody else. And because we've encountered the Lord, we no longer indulge in such and such and such. We no longer, our standard has been raised far and above. And so we no longer take part in. And then when our humanity shows up and it's come and it's, and it's found out that we actually do take part in, nobody has grace for us. And this is why it's important to be authentic, transparent, because when your humanity shows up, people will have the same grace that you had for them. Come on, somebody for you. You have to understand that no matter who you are, you are human and you need to be able to have grace for people because one day you're going to need grace. People are only getting exposed. The body of Christ is only getting exposed because there are double lives. If it was what, if you were living the same life, there is nothing that could be exposed, but it's the fact that you're living a double life that allows you to be exposed. And then, so the really, so really we need to come and understand why is it that Christian influencers Christian pastors, Christian leaders are constantly being exposed. And more so, why is it that these people feel the need to live a double life? All this to say, we need to be intentional about our influence as Christians. Not seeking to simply be influential, but to have impact. Remember that influence without impact is useless. Influence is not a bad thing. But influence must accompany impact to be beneficial. As a Christian creative, you must be intentional about your influence. This is a call to action for Christian influencers, Christian creatives, to make sure that we are spending time at the feet of Jesus, to make sure that we are being intentional about stewarding our influence. If God has given you influence, Be grateful and be intentional about stewarding it well, that you may not just be influential for influence sake, but to be impactful in the lives of others, not to the point of controlling, not to the point of coercing, not to the, to the point of cult like cultish like behaviors, but actually making impact by your character and the way that you live your life to be intentional about what comes out of you. You must be intentional about what goes into you. And as a Christian creative, especially one with influence, you must be intentional about heeding at heeding to the voice of the Lord sitting at his feet and understanding the pace that he has set for you, the parameters in which he has set for you and what it is and how it is and how and what it is he wants you to create and not straying from that. And that is why for me, pulling away from social media for a season is beneficial to realign myself with what it is, with the pace that God has set for me and to ensure that I'm walking in complete alignment with with what he has called me to create. That's not saying that you should do the same thing, but I want us to be intentional as Christian creatives about the influence that God entrusts us with, that we will not be conforming 
that we will not be conforming to the culture the world has set for what an influencer is, but understanding that impact must accompany our influence and that we must steward our influence well and understand that we are not the main attraction, we are just the opening act. Because at the end of the day, we will be accounted for. And on that day when he comes, the Lord will access what we did with the influence that he gave us. And you sure as hell better have a good answer or else <laughs> um, it's not going to be good for you. So, and so I am encouraging Christian creatives all around to ensure that they are being intentional about stewarding their influence. We all have influence of some capacity. It may be influence, it may be influence in your workplace, it may be influence in your in your school, it may be influence in your community, it may be influence in your local church. We all have a level of influence. The sphere and the circle of influence is different from every for everyone, but we all have some level of influence. And so let us all commit to being intentional about stewarding such influence and making sure we're making impact in the lives of those that come in contact with us. Remember, you never know your circle of influence. Somebody, you can be mentoring someone that you have never met. Somebody is watching, somebody is listening, somebody is learning. Being an influencer with no impact makes you impressive. Being intentional with your influence makes you impactful. So what do you want to be? Impressive or impactful? Until next time, sassy and safe, baby.